Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Episode 175 of the Rise and Shine podcast. And how about this? The featured guest this week is magic. Literally magic. Magic Johnson is on the podcast. Listen, I've wanted Magic Johnson on the podcast ever since we launched this thing 174 episodes ago. He's been on the White Whale shortlist in terms of Can we find a way to get magic on the podcast? So it is an absolute dream spot. It's a lot of fun. So much to talk to Magic Johnson about. And Bob Stew has been working forever on getting Magic Johnson on the show. And Bob, Bob got his guy. So I'm fired up. Bob is fired up. And listen, even after a weekend where there was some really lackluster, uninspired football and You know, the Bears are a complete and utter embarrassment, and the Broncos gave up 70 points, and they're an embarrassment. You got the Bears and the Broncos playing in week number four, and Zach Wilson is the worst, and I said the Jets should have cut him or got rid of him last year, and I destroyed him for having him as a backup, and I was right. Bob Stew sat in the rain for the Jets and the Patriots. You know Bob's a diehard Jets fan, and he had to he had to watch that game, and that was a miserable experience. Bob, I'm in a great mood, and we're on the hamster wheel of content, you know, three weeks in, you know, the radio shows, the TV shows, the podcast, we're in a groove, wild start to the season, a lot of upset specials, so I want to start with nothing but positive. I know this is tough for you as a Jets fan, but is it okay if we do for our draft to start the Rise and Shine podcast, our Shine 9 draft? The nine most inspiring things that happen in week three of the NFL. Is that all right? Yeah, you can do what you got to do, Adam. It's week three. The Jets season ended week one, four minutes into the season. (laughs) I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You can be positive. You have a lot of great things. I'm still cold from sitting in the rain, Adam. Still cold, trying to shake off this chill. Zach Wilson in the rain. I, that sounds like the most <laughs> miserable experience of all time. My mm. my goodness. Now, normally, because I'm a mensch and I'm very gracious, whenever we have these fun drafts to start a, a pod, I, I always give you the first pick and we do a snake draft and we draft nine, whatever it is of the specific category for the week. But uh, the category this week is most inspiring. So, you know, obviously the most inspiring thing, at least for me, right, would be the Miami Dolphins scoring 70 points. But I'm going to take the first pick this week, and I'm not taking Miami. I'm I'm in such a good mood. I'm going to leave you the Miami Dolphins if you want. Because (laughs) Finally a win. A win for you. You need it, Bob. You need it. Yeah. Deserve it. it. You had Zach Wilson as your quarterback. 
You're in the rain, MetLife Stadium. You are a miserable human being on Sunday, so I'm giving you a win. <laughs> I am taking Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And let me tell you something. You know this. America knows this. My girls are, are Taylor Swift obsessed. This Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, this romance is everything. Uniting football <laughs> fans and Taylor Swift fans and men and women and boys and girls. This is the absolute greatest thing you can ever have in terms of any kind of relationship. And, you know, you know that after every radio show I run, I'm like Forrest Gump in the neighborhood. I go like three, four miles, and I listen to, Jolie got this for me, my oldest daughter, before she went to sleepaway camp, the ultimate Taylor Swift compilation, The Running Mix, and it is incredible. And you know, I'm not some casual. I am a, I'm a Swifty. I am a diehard. By the way, and Jolie obviously went to the concert. Maya's obsessed. So Theo, we talked to a guru about this a few weeks ago, Theo, the first pick in his fantasy draft, sixth round, controversial. You know, you got 10 uh, third graders all in the house. He took Travis Kelsey. Week one, he lost. Then week two, he won. Week three, he won. Mm -hmm. Poured on all these points. So now you got Theo and Jolie and Maya all bonding together. We're not watching the red zone. (laughs) We're watching Bears Chiefs because we just want those shots of Taylor Swift. Aaron Andrews asking Patrick Mahomes, were you nervous, you know, trying to perform and throw touchdowns to Travis Kelsey in front of Taylor Swift? They'll walk out together after the game. Bob, this is my favorite storyline, pop culture meeting sports in a long time. I love Kelsey. I love Mahomes. I love Taylor Swift. I love Love Story. 1989 is always going to be my number one Taylor Swift album. Love August. Love it all. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, I need these guys to stay together forever. This <laughs> this is everything in the Shine House all coming together, Bob. That is the most inspiring thing in the NFL this weekend. You know what's funny, too, though, Adam? I'm not a big pop culture guy. This whole thing kind of came out of nowhere, no? Like, it was rumored they might be dating, and they kind of confirmed it, and then all of a sudden, she's at the game in the box going crazy like she's been a diehard fan forever. It, to Sitting me, it was pretty surreal. Travis's mom. It was like, crazy. That was pretty insane. Like, here's Taylor Swift in Kansas City going insane in the box. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not, oh, I wouldn't say I'm for the story or against the story or anything like that. Even I was like, oh, my God, like Taylor Swift is just hanging out at the Chiefs game going nuts. So I understand your inspiration and I get it. I am kind of I do feel a little bad for you, though, having to sit through Chiefs Bears for four quarters. There are other things to watch, Adam. I mean, no, no, no. no. This was too good. I first of all, because Theo's into his fantasy, you know, and the girls are I mean, they want every shot going to Taylor Swift. Fox knew exactly (laughs) what they were doing. And by the way, how about where the Bears are right now, where all of a sudden that's like the homecoming game, right? You know, you schedule the bad team and then high school or in, in college for, for homecoming. The Bears, that's bring your girlfriend to work day. You, you're not bringing, you know, Taylor Swift to, to a matchup against a good team. I mean, you knew that this was going to be lopsided and Travis Kelsey was going to do his thing. I mean, that, that's how low the Bears have fallen off.
It wasn't like Taylor Swift showing up for Eagles Chiefs to potentially be, you know, that would even be worse, though, as an Eagles fan. I don't even know. That is going to be coming up. That would be pretty crazy, Adam. I hope it lasts at least till Eagles Chiefs. That would be pretty awesome. So, I agree. I think it is an inspirational story. I like that you took it first. I wasn't going to take it off the board. You already mentioned it, Adam. I'm a Jets fan, and you're giving me a W, and I have to draft the Dolphins. Like, that that's just a kick in my face, right? I have to take the Miami Dolphins offense as my biggest inspiration as a Jets Sucker. fan. It's like, it sucks, though. I mean, this is terrible. I gotta. I mean, I was always against the Dolphins specifically. Tua Tonga Bailoa was never really much of a believer until I saw some flashes last year, and I started giving him credit. But, Adam, this is the same thing as last year, right? If he's got to stay on the field, if he can stay healthy, the sky is the limit for Miami. The guy's throwing no-look passes behind his back. Devin Achan is is unbelievable. He looks like the best running back in the NFL. Raheem Mostert scoring three touchdowns. Didn't even have Jalen Waddle, Adam. They dropped 70 on the Broncos, who don't have a bad defense. 70 points. I've never seen anything like it. I still can't believe it. The numbers are just mind-boggling. So I'm going to take the Dolphins' offense first and – as a juxtaposition with my second pick, Adam, I'm going to take the Bills' defense because that was an inspirational performance, right? They turned over Sam Howell five times. They sacked him nine times, Adam. How many quarterbacks last an entire game to be sacked nine times? And this was at home, by the way. Washington was at home. Bad weather, and the Buffalo defense from beginning to end just completely dominated them, and that's big because they're playing Miami coming up this week, and what already is the game of the year, bar none. I can't wait for Bills and Dolphins. Going to be spectacular. So if you're a Bills fan going to that matchup, there's some inspiration, right? Week three, you you basically shut them out. They kicked the field goal with 40 seconds left. You basically shut out the commanders who everybody was talking up, right? So that's a big deal. The Bills defense is mostly healthy except for Vaughn. I expect another great performance against the Dolphins, Adam. It's going to be a show. I can't wait. So that's my number two pick. Listen, I when I wrote my NFL.com column for things that inspired me the most I from the actual football field, not doing pop culture, I had Dolphins one and, and the Buffalo Bills number two, a Dolphins offense, Bills defense. I can't wait for that game this weekend, and you know I'm picking Buffalo to win as much as I love Mike McDaniel, Tua Tungavailoa, Tyree Kill in the Miami run game. So for my number two pick, I'm going to take C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans. I was so inspired. You know I love that combo. Love the hire of D'Amico, homecoming for him, going to Houston. What have I been saying all offseason? They're going to win multiple games this year when you say, wow, that's a monster upset. They didn't just beat Jacksonville, the heavy favorite in the division. They demoralized them. They smoked them. They pounded them. That's D'Amico Ryans. They don't have the horses yet to make the playoffs, but once they get better players, this team's going to be a force for a long time. D'Amico has these guys playing hard. They're going to be in a lot of games. I take them every week to cover the spread. And D'Amico Ryans has been amazing. And C.J. Stroud just continues to dominate. And he is off to a great start. Three incredible games. Beating Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville like they did. That, to me, was inspiring and a monster deal. So I'm going to take the Texans with C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans, number three. Uh, number two. And then at number three, I'm going to take the Colts. I, I I did not in a million years think that the Indianapolis Colts would win that game. 
and Matt Gay from 50. Bam, you got to love sports unless you're a, a Ravens fan or an old school Baltimore fan. I mean, these are the Colts who left in the middle of the night to go from Baltimore to Indianapolis. You know, they do it with Gardner Minshew, no Anthony Richardson. Obviously, I know Baltimore's nicked up, but I thought Baltimore is going to win that game big. I'm happy for Shane Steichen, who I think is an excellent head coach. I thought on the road, bad weather, backup quarterback, that was a really inspiring win for the suddenly 2-1 and one Indianapolis Colts. No, oh, I couldn't agree with you more, Adam. And I was going to take Shane Steichen. Can I still take Shane Steichen as one of my picks as my biggest I don't think you can. This was an all-encompassing oh, Colts one. Steichen's off on. the board. He's the biggest part of that. Oh, yeah. yeah, off the board, Robert. Yeah, I mean, I gave him credit in the pick segment on Friday, Adam. I mean, Shane Steichen, they – in my opinion, he might already be the front runner for coach of the year. I mean, it's only week three. People are going to say Mike McDaniel. That's fine. But Shane Steichen, Adam, nobody expected anything from the Colts this year. They're leading the division right now. I mean, Bob, there's offense, no Jonathan Taylor. I'm yeah. with you completely. You're his 100% offense is, right. It's, it's creative. It's great. By the way, look at the Eagles offense. It's not been the same without Shane Steichen. So a little him. addition and subtraction right here. Yeah. I always like to look at that. So. I guess I can't take Shane Steichen. I'm actually kind of annoyed here. I'm going to take the Browns defense, Adam. I think oh, the Browns right now. that was my right next now, pick. Miles yeah. Garrett and the Browns defense. Yeah, I think the Browns have the best defense right now. I mean, they're at the, Adam, listen to this. They're allowing 6.67 points per game. That is insane through three stat. games, right? There's even more insane stats, right? They've allowed 136 yards per game through the air. That's unbelievable in a day and age where everyone, all they do is pass the football, right? I mean, they, they have the best third down defense in the league. And this it's not like they've been playing cupcakes, right? I mean, they beat Joe Burrow in the Bengals. Kenny Pickett in the Steelers. They didn't win that game, but the defense was exceptional. They were not the reason they lost, of course not. That was Deshaun Watson's fault. And then they killed the Titans, like absolutely killed them from start to finish. The defense for Cleveland is so inspirational, you have to actually be thinking Super Bowl with the Browns. Like, it, it sounds insane, but the AFC North has not been as great as we thought it was. It is above average, a good division, but the Bengals have really struggled. They do not look like they're going to be the front runner to win this division, especially with the Burrow injury. So if I'm a Cleveland fan, I have to be inspired. I mean, it's been truly unbelievable. And my next pick, Adam, is Jonathan Gannon of the Arizona Cardinals. Everyone picked the Cardinals, Adam, to finish dead last in the NFL. Everybody had Caleb Williams already wearing a Cardinals jersey. Jonathan Cannon has had the Cardinals in three straight games. They should be better than they should be better than the one and two record. And they killed the Dallas Cowboys. Remember, we were joking around the whole clip with him. Did you ride the bus? Did you drive? Oh. Like, do you have that fire in your belly? Well, like, let's just be honest, Adam. This guy can friggin' coach. Like, the defense is really good. They played really good the first three games of the season. They they brought in Josh Dobbs off the street, and they've been in three straight games in the NFL. It's unbelievable. If I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm inspired that I have my coach. So that's why I'm taking the Cardinals, Adam, with my pick. All right, I'm going to go with number four overall, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Nah. Because the fact that they won that game on Monday Night Bob, how they won that game, where first half the calf looked problematic and Burrow was off, 
But the defense flew around and made plays. McPherson, Money Mac making kick after kick after kick. Defense kept coming after Matthew Stafford in the second half. And then, bam, Bird a chase for the first time all year. Really hit that stride. And that, to me, is the elite combination for a quarterback and a pass catcher in the NFL. And that's, to me, ahead of even Allen and Diggs and Mahomes and Kelsey and anyone else you want to throw at me. When Burrow and Chase are rocking and rolling, that, that is something special. And... You know, you, you mentioned the Browns and the Super Bowl. I didn't interrupt you. I didn't say a thing because that defense is special. I'm skeptical with no Nick Chubb, but I also didn't jump you on it. Listen, you have Pittsburgh 2-1. and one, You have Cleveland 2-1. and one, You have Baltimore 2-1. and one. Bengals needed to win that game against the Rams at 1-2. and two. Burrow said he didn't hurt his calf or exacerbate the injury, so that's good news. And I still think the team to beat in this division – the Cincinnati Bengals. So that's a pretty big deal. And I was in that camp of, hey, if you need to rest Joe Burrow, even if you fall to 0-3, that'll benefit you. He wanted to play. They cleared him. It all worked out great. So I would put Joe Burrow and how the Bengals won that game at number four. And I'm going to give the Eagles credit here at number five. And I'm going to take Philly off the board. Look, you nailed it on Shane Steichen. I've talked about that on radio. This uh, passing attack for Philly with a new offensive coordinator is stuck in the mud. But, Bob, that run game is unbelievable. And that's about the offensive line. That's about my guy, DeAndre Swift. That was a heist, an unbelievable deal by Howie Roseman when they made that trade. They have great emphasis in the trenches, which you see offensive line, defensive line. How about these numbers against Minnesota and Tampa Bay where they have a plus 391, plus 391 when you look at the ability to run the football the last two weeks. They have 460, the opposition, Minnesota and Tampa the last two weeks, 69. 460 to 69. (laughs) So I'm going to talk about the Eagles and give an inspiring credit to the Eagles in the trenches, their run game, their run defense. That's going to be my fifth overall pick. Yeah, so my fifth pick, Adam, I'm going to just go with the Lions' run defense. I'm not even going to take the entire Lions. I just want to take the run defense because Detroit has an elite run defense, and that's an inspirational thing here when you play in the NFC North. Listen to this, Adam. The Lions held Bijan Robinson to 33 yards on 10 carries. That's an average of 3.3 yards a carry. They held Tyler Algier to 12 yards on 7 carries. Atlanta, one of the best run def- run offenses in the entire sport, had 44 yards on 20 carries, Adam. That's insane, except when, I mean, you just look at the week before, they played Seattle. What does Seattle do well? They run the football exceptionally well. Well, they didn't do that against the Detroit Lions, did they? 25 carries for 82 yards, 3.3 total on average, right? Kenneth Walker, who was literally unstoppable against the Panthers, he only had 43 yards on 17 carries, Adam. 2.5 yards a carry going up against the Lions' run defense. In the NFC North, where you're going to be playing teams like the Vikings, you're going to be playing teams especially the Green Bay Packers, who their entire offense is running the football, this is inspirational, right? They'll be able to slow down Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. I think the Packers are going to have a hell of a time coming up on Thursday night to beat the Lions. I think the Lions are going to beat him, especially because of this run defense. It's inspirational, Adam. The Lions team has been great, especially because the offense is awesome too, right? So that's a great combination to have here. I've been incredibly impressed with Detroit. They're my fifth pick. For my sixth pick, Adam, this is easy. It's Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert finally stepped up, played so well against the Vikings, 
dominated. Just completely dominated from start to finish, right? Over 400 yards, overcomes his, his coach, which is crazy too. But the reason why it's so inspirational, Adam, right? Charger fans don't have a lot of hope. They always say nope. they don't have no, any hope because they have Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley's not going to be there forever, Adam. He's eventually going to get fired. We know this, right? But you still have Justin Herbert. That's inspiration. All these other teams around the league, Bears fans, Jets fans, Broncos fans, you know, they have no hope at all because they don't have a quarterback. At least the Chargers have Justin, Adam. They have Justin. They're going to be just fine. Once Staley's gone, it'll be fine. Justin Herbert is unbelievable. He's inspiration. He's the reason Charger fans should have hope. It might not be this year, Adam, but they have a bright future in L.A. because of Herbert. That's why he's my sixth pick this week. I love the way you phrase that. And by the way, I still can't believe Staley. I know we're going to be positive this week, but I, <laughs> I, I can't believe Staley went for it on, on fourth Adam, and he one never gets it, territory. right? Like, even when He's he makes the right coach. decision. He, but terrible even when coach. He, I think it's funny because even when I think he makes the right decision, he never gets it. So he, just, he should just do the opposite of whatever he thinks he should do. He needs to go Costanza, Adam. I'm convinced. He just can't get it done. Up is down, left is right, uh, salmon <laughs> is tuna, the whole thing. <laughs> Coffee, tea, the, 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 he's got to go opposite uh... approach uh, when he starts thinking about what to do. Or just fire him. Should have fired him after the Jacksonville game. Just make Kellen Moore the interim coach. I'm glad you said Herbert. Because for my sixth pick, I'm taking Keenan Allen. I thought Keenan yeah. Allen had a monster performance. It was special. 18 catches, 215 yards, and a touchdown. And he threw that 49-yard touchdown to Mike Williams as well. That was absolutely fantastic. And I'm devastated for Mike Williams and for Allen and for Herbert that Mike Williams has that torn ACL and he's he's out for the rest of the year. Keenan Allen is the most underrated wide receiver in the entire league. So you take Herbert. I'm going to take Allen. For number seven, I'm going to take Brock Purdy in the 49ers. You know, people need to recalibrate their thoughts here on Brock Purdy. Brock, I know he was Mr. Irrelevant. Brock Purdy is winning the Lombardi Trophy this year. I I've said it preseason. I've said it forever. He's never lost a regular season game. Now he's getting the ball to Debo, who was in great shape, unlike last year leading into training camp. I'm obsessed with Debo Samuel. I love Christian McCaffrey, who's on an absolute heater. Defense for San Francisco is amazing. The coaching with Kyle Shanahan and company is elite. So don't minimize. And look, it's the Giants, and they were always going to murder the Giants, and they did. They're 3-0. and They're absolutely, in my opinion, the best team in the NFL. So I'm going to take Brock Purdy and the 49ers at number seven. Oh, Adam, I love your Keenan Allen pick. You know, I got a good stat from it. It was from our friends over at Sportsline. Somebody tweeted it out, right? Since Keenan Allen returned from injury week 11 of the 2022 season, he's the best fantasy football player in terms of PPR wide receivers. Like, that's how good Keenan Allen is. Wow. You're 100% right. He's incredibly underrated. He's a fraction over Justin Jefferson. That is how good he's been since returning from injury. The guy changes everything, Adam. For my seventh pick, I got to go with Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, right? And again, it wasn't flashy, it wasn't beautiful, and it never is with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They always seem to almost give the game away. But they overcame a crazy game against Vegas where the officials were botching calls left and right. Minka Fitzpatrick roughing the passer, horrible call. Uh, you had the leverage call where they literally couldn't find the shot. 
of the, of the lineman putting his hand on the shoulder of the offensive wow. player on the field goal. Yeah, and I know Josh McDaniels bailed him out, but I don't care. The Steelers' offense looked better, and I knew they would look better at him because they weren't going up against a tough defense like Cleveland. I just think people need to pump the brakes, right? They lost to San Francisco, they lost to the Browns, and Kenny Pickett looked bad. All right, those might be two of the top three defenses in the NFL, right? So just pump the brakes a little. I thought the creativity on offense was better. I thought Matt Canna had a better game plan, and I thought Kenny Pickett played really well. So if I was a Steelers fan, that's inspirational. You haven't played that well. You're two and one. I mean, that's that's great. You're right I in the agree. mix to make the playoffs. I mean, that's that's inspiration. Number eight for me, Adam. It's the Jets. Why? Because they what? just picked up. Yeah, they just picked up Trevor Simeon. They're adding <laughs> him to the quarterback room, baby. That's right. If I have to see Zach Wilson after this week against Kansas City, Adam, I'm done, man. I don't know how I can root for this team anymore. You know why it's inspiration? Because we never have to see Zach play ever again after this week. I'm telling you, Adam, this is it. This is going to be the final game against Kansas City. It'll be the last time we ever see him. And to me, like I said, he's like a soap opera character, Adam. I don't know how, but he keeps coming back. He keeps finding his way as the starter. Like, there's a cycle, right? <laughs> the Jets pick up a, a veteran replacement. He starts. He gets hurt. Zach finds his way in the lineup. The coaching staff voices support it's for amazing. him. And then he gets benched again. But then the guy comes in. Like, Trevor Simeon's going to come in, and he's going to get hurt. And Zach Wilson will be playing again. I'm telling you, this is how it goes. It's a cycle. It's Flacco. It's Rodgers. It's White. It's Simeon. It might not matter. But I have some inspiration, Adam, because I might never have to see Zach Wilson play football again. So that's why I'm taking the Jets with the number eight pick. All right. So, listen, I, I give you credit for that. And imagine uh, this, uh, they should have just had Trevor Simeon a heartbeat away uh, in the offseason or a legit veteran or Marcus Mariota or find someone else or re-sign Mike White or someone who's not Zach Wilson. I mean, this is I would never would have drafted him. That take is on record. I never would have had him on the roster this year. So... Wait until you hear my last two picks. For number eight, for most inspiring, I am taking you. Bob Stew (laughs) is going to be my pick for most inspiring from week three. Bob Stew, I would say he wouldn't toot his own horn. He would. He did last week. Bob Stew went 10-5-1 this past week against the spread. (laughs) And he on the year... He is 11 games ahead of me. Never beat me. Head for head. Uh, Head to head in terms of picking games against the spread. Bob is up 11 on me (laughs) already this year. I've had a, I mean, I should institute the Costanza approach. Bob is 30, 15, and 3. Twice as many wins as losses. Absolutely crushing it on Shine on Sports every Friday during our pick segment to start the final hour. So Bob Stew is going to be pick number eight. And then for pick nine, I'm going to our Daily Fantasy League. And you joined the league a couple of years ago. You joined right after I won the entire thing, got my name on the trophy, and last year, my, my good friend Nick, he won the entire thing. You know Nick. You're in the league now. You, you were in contention. You won a lot of money. I mean, you're, it, it, you're amazing at, the, at Daily Fantasy. And, and our guy Nick, who won the whole thing last year, you know, he was off to a really slow start by weird. his own standards, right? Really weird, really slow start. Well, Nick had one of the greatest <laughs> weeks in the history of daily fantasy football. By the way, I don't even I don't even tell you this. He was at the Jets Patriots game on oh, Sunday geez. as well. 
I mean, he has so, something to celebrate. A hundred percent. So uh, he started. Ready? Kirk Cousins, Raheem Mostert, Kyron Williams, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Tank Dell. I had him in my lineup. I took mm-hmm. him out. That was a really smart idea. Smythe at tight end. Forget about him. He had 2.5 points. George Pickens, who was in my lineup. I made a really smart decision. I changed my lineup 50 times. Sunday morning, I had the Bills defense, and I swapped it out yeah, for the Jets. Bills defense getting our Ugh. guy, Nick G, 32 points. So Cousins, Mostert, Jefferson, Allen, Tank Dell, and the Bills, all with 25-plus points. He got 237.24 that is off the charts. I mean, that's, that is one of the greatest weeks ever. So it begs the question, was this, and this league had started before I joined, was this the greatest league, the greatest week in the history of the league? And the answer turned out to be no. So <laughs> Nick and I have another close friend, Matt, who's no longer my guy, Matt, from, from Los Angeles originally. I talk to you about him all the time, Bob. And he has, and he no longer does it, not into the Daily Fantasy. You know, we're on a, a group text, and our buddy Dave's on it, and he's all into the Daily Fantasy. And he has to endure all these, you know, lineup changes and had this guy, don't have that guy. And, you know, Matt just sits back, and he loves his sports, and he's no longer playing it. He's out. He retired on top. He always says mm-hmm. it. Ready for this? Week 1, 2018, my buddy Matt, <laughs> 242.64 points, which is insane. His week <laughs> one 2018 lineup, Aaron Rodgers, Melvin Gordon had 30.6 points. Rodgers had wow. 24.94. Alvin Kamara, 46.1. Kenny Stills. 29.6. <laughs> Michael Stills. Thomas, 42. Keelan Cole had eights. Remember Keelan Cole? Yeah. Jordan Reed. He was always Jet a fantasy legend. stud. 14.8. <laughs> James Conner had 38 wow. back when he was with the Steelers, 38.2. And the Patriots defense had eight. So even when Nick has this week for the ages, 237.24. My guy Matt still has the the text chain bragging rights, the the Larchmont bragging rights, two hundred forty two point six four. Our commissioner Ken, who really should take over for Rob Manford and run Major League Baseball. You're looking at the same email as I am, Bob. I just sent that over to you, and yeah. he sent that over to you as well. I mean, this this lineup from our guy Matt, it's going to go down as you know. You thought Nick's was great. This is an all-time daily fantasy week that they'll be talking about in the history books forever. Do you know why that is a miracle lineup, Adam? Because you just mentioned it, right? It was 2018 week one. You said he had Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers got hurt in that game. If you remember, it was against the Bears. He got injured, and he left the game. Deshaun Kaiser had to play snaps against Chicago. Rodgers oh, came out of the locker yeah. room at the half. If you remember, it was the most craziest comeback, Adam. The Packers were getting killed. They were down 20-0 in this game when Rodgers came back, and he led them on a comeback. They won 24-23. The Randall Cobb 
the, the, the slant over the middle where Cobb took it to the house. It was one of the craziest week one games. And Rodgers game, he was talking about how he hurt his knee. So that's why that's even more miraculous, Adam. He almost didn't have Aaron Rodgers, and he, would, he wouldn't have had that. That score wouldn't have happened. But that's why daily fantasy is crazy. Like, you, you literally could lose because somebody gets hurt immediately. Like, that's just how it goes. So you have to have some luck, Adam. I think that's the takeaway here. You got to be lucky. You know, now I'm reading about that game, and I'm positive on this. We had Aaron Rodgers on the next day. I'm telling you, we we had Aaron Rodgers. I interviewed Aaron about that game. Didn't know that was Matt's lineup. That's that's crazy. And and I think about it. Williams almost had that touchdown or else Nick would have would have knocked off Matt off that pedestal off that perch. So, you know, these guys are close friends. They're doubles partners when they play tennis. So you, you, that is crazy. They're one, two in history. <laughs> By the way, I had Tank Dell and I had Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins in my original lineup. You blew it, Adam. That I was the know. blueprint. I had all those guys. Every guy you just mentioned was, except for Jefferson. I ended up fading him, and I was hoping that would work out. It kind of did. Amari Cooper played pretty well. I, I just the fact is though, Nick hit the Miami game. If you didn't have Miami, you were dead. I right? did, yeah, That's and it. I being Bob, you know I'm always honest. The Miami game wasn't on my radar. It just yeah, wasn't because I like those I, other yeah. matchups. Waddle was and hard. and Keenan Allen was an absolute. That's an amazing job by Nick. Yeah, and Keenan Mike Allen. Williams. Yeah, that's how it goes, right? I had Mike Williams. He had Keenan Allen. So. That's it. Sometimes you got the guy. Sometimes you don't in the same game, right? For my last pick, we're talking Packers. We're talking Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to give it up for the Jordan Love Truthers. That's right. If you want some inspiration, the Jordan Love Truthers have at least one more (laughs) week of hope, Adam. Oh, it's incredible. You look at the final score. You look at how Jordan Love played the last two drives. He was exceptional. I got to give him credit. He was awesome. He Against a very difficult Saints defense, he performed. He got the job done. But the fact of the matter is, to just throw out the first three quarters like it didn't exist, where they put up no points and he was the reason they were losing, and they'd be like, wow, look how great he is. Look how good he played. It's a little crazy, Adam. So the love truthers, they got to be inspired, right? Their delusions will last at least for another week here with Jordan Love. It's a tough matchup going up against the Lions on Thursday night. Good luck with all that. I'm telling you, I didn't have one person ripping me for my Jordan Love take in the first three quarters. All of a sudden, everyone's on me on Jordan Love. It's like, hey, there's a reason why he had a worse uh, pro football focus rating than Justin Fields because he had no idea what the hell he was doing. Give him credit for that fourth quarter. Derek Carr got hurt or else we're not even having this conversation. I mentioned my buddy Matt. You know, he's a diehard Laker fan. How about this? Just for him, since he has the greatest record ever in the history of Daily Fantasy. Feature guest this week on the Rise and Shine podcast, Magic Johnson. And Magic joins us next. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our featured guest on the Rise and Shine podcast, one of my all-time favorite athletes, my guy, the legendary Urban Magic Johnson, who has teamed up with GSK on Sideline RSV to ensure that older adults and their loved ones understand the risks. Magic, it is so good to see you. And first and foremost, you got to tell us about the Sideline RSV campaign and why you were so passionate. Well, you know... Teaming up with GSK was really important to deliver this message about RSV. And especially when you're 60 and older, like myself, I'm 64 myself. And so when you think about uh, you should consult your doctor and make sure that you know everything there is about RSV. And especially if you have chronic heart and lung disease, uh, you should really talk to your uh, doctor, to your healthcare provider or uh, your pharmacist. It's very, very important. And I wanted to get this message out because a lot of people don't know about it, about RSV. And also too, what's really great, Adam, now uh, you can also uh, get vaccinated now. And I'm gonna get vaccinated myself uh, for RSV. So make sure you consult your doctor, uh, make sure that even if you're not 60 and older, your parents might be or your grandparents might be. So make sure you talk to them uh, about it. So just educate yourself about RSV. www.sidelinersv.com. It's a very important website. Yep. And Magic, ownership with the Washington Commanders. It is so great for a fan base that has been starved for new ownership. <laughs> Do you feel the, you're smiling, that's the million dollar magic smile right there. <laughs> Do you feel that palpable energy from the Washington Commanders fans? Adam, I definitely do. We're excited as the ownership group to try to make sure we bring the fans back in, make sure we put a great uh, team on the field, make sure that they understand that we care about them, 
Uh, we understand that uh, they've been spoiled. You know, when you think about the success of the Washington Redskins at that time and all, you know, the Super Bowls and the winning ways. So we want to bring that back. And uh, led by Josh, you know, when Josh Harris took over uh, and, and brought us all in as the ownership group, he's doing a wonderful job. And we have to remember that Josh and Mitchell and, and Mark, all those guys are from Washington. So they, they really understand uh, championship uh, football. They understand what the Redskins at that time uh, fan base was all about because they all – uh, were season ticket holders. And so uh, I think the commander fans should be really happy that they got local ownership, guys who want to win, understand winning, and we're going to build this thing and make the fans proud. Oh, I have the chills. I'm sure a Washington fan has the chills listening to that <laughs> magic. That, that's amazing, especially coming from you. How would you describe and characterize your special relationship with the late, great Dr. Jerry Buss and what advice do you think he would give you today about ownership in the Washington Commanders? Well, Adam, I, I, that's a great question. You know, when you think about Dr. Buss, he was a, a, a owner who thought outside the box. He uh, loved the, the players. He treated them like he treated all of us like we were his family. He was very, very competitive, like myself as an owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He, won. he wanted to win, and, and, and also he was about the fan experience. And so when I became an owner, I just really took things that I learned from Dr. Jerry Buss. And, uh, and so he would be really proud that uh, I am one of the owners of the commanders, and I think that he would probably – if he was still alive, I'm sure I would have brought him to the first few games, at, uh, the first couple home games, and we would have been sitting in that box just smiling, and he would have been so happy for me. Oh, that's great. Now, obviously, ownership group with the Dodgers, ownership group with the Commanders. Have you ever thought about ownership with an NBA team, and specifically Magic? Could you buy my Knicks? Can you please save my Knicks magic? Let's go. <laughs> well, I would say this, Adam. You know, I'm a Laker man through and through. I love the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, and if there's an opportunity first, I would definitely uh, go with the Lakers because that's who I am. I'm a part of, I've been a part of the family for over 40 years. But if I ever decide to do something, that's not with the Lakers. I would probably only do something with the Knicks, you know, because uh, I love the fan base. I love uh, the garden and what the Knicks organization stand for. But, you know, I'm a Laker man through and through. And, uh, Adam, I got, got to get one more thing in before we go. Uh, because RSV, this is very important. 177,000 people get RSV uh, each year and about 14,000 uh, die. Mm. So this is a very important message. So I want people to really go and talk to their doctor about this. Uh, it's very important. Educate yourself, educate your family and friends Sign about RSV.com. It's very important yeah. without yeah. question. Yeah. Now, Steph Curry yeah. said he's the greatest point guard of all time. And I think Steph... <laughs> 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 I mean, magic. 
Come on. And I Steph's the greatest shooter to me of all time, <laughs> revolutionized the game in the modern era, but really? What was your reaction? <laughs> well, you know, Adam, I don't get into where I rank. I think I let the fans and other people do that. Uh, but the numbers are the numbers. And if you run our numbers together, I think you'll come out with the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) To me, whenever you you start talking about the greatest of all time, whatever order, it's Michael, LeBron, it's Kareem, it's Russell, it's Wilt, it's Magic, it's Larry. Those, to me, are the seven that are – you can debate the order, but that are above everyone else. Is that fair? But you're you're exactly right. And uh, I think that everybody's going to have who they think the GOAT is, of course – I'm still going to say Michael Jordan, but you can have it any kind of way you want it. But those numbers tell the story and all the numbers that those guys have bag it up. So you're absolutely right. And uh, I'm always tell people like Kareem, uh, Larry Bird, who I played against. And actually Larry and I changed the NBA. If it wasn't for him and I, I don't know where the game would be today. So, you think about uh, change agents and making the game also broader, brought in a whole new fan base. That's what Larry and I were able to do. And then Michael Jordan took it to a whole nother level. I agree with you. Uh, Michael's the GOAT. And I agree with you on what you and Larry did. You know, I think there's a younger generation that doesn't understand that. Mike, uh, Magic, do me a favor. Elaborate on that. And, you know, take us through that relationship that you and Larry had as adversaries. You know, I, I remember reading a quote where you once said, you know, there were 80 games that you would play. And then the two against Larry Bird. It, <laughs> it, it was a different kind of level when you guys guys would get together. Yes, uh, Adam, there will never be a robbery like that ever again. Uh, The Celtics versus the Lakers, myself versus Larry Bird. That relationship uh, started off rocky because the Celtics and Lakers always had history playing against each other, but the Celtics were 8-0 against the Lakers. And then when I met Larry in the 84 championship, they, they won again. So, <laughs> so uh, I hated him for that. <laughs> but, you know, your competitor can make you better. Larry Bird made me a better basketball player. And I think I did the same for him. <clears throat> we finally beat them in 85 and then again in 87. But what, what people don't understand is this. When I played my first championship game, my rookie season in 1979, it was on tape delayed. And so that's why Larry and I changed the game is because now everything is in prime time. Well, who brought it into prime time? The Celtics and the Lakers, Larry and myself. So um, uh, the, the, the salaries, you know, we, we made everything go up. The, We were selling more T-shirts and sweatshirts and jerseys, hats. I mean, all those things. So I'm so proud of what Larry and I were able to do. And uh, the game is in good hands with Steph and LeBron and KD and all the rest of the guys, uh, Giannis, you know. But we jump-started all that. Final question for you, Magic. What are your expectations for the Lakers this season? I think the Lakers going to win the West and go to the NBA championship. And uh, I think they have a great shot at winning it all. I think they're going to win the West, though. 
So I'm picking them to win the West. I love what they're doing. Love the defense. Love that they ran it back with yep. the role players around AD and LeBron. SidelineRSV.com. Exactly. It is supremely important. Magic, you do a lot of great things for a lot of great causes. We appreciate the time, and congrats on everything. Thank you, Adam. Take care of yourself. And go Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for texts from Jack Shine. All right, texts from Jack Shine. Here's one from Tuesday morning, Bob. Back page of the post is great. With your guy, Joe Willie Namath, ripping the shit out of the guy, Zach Wilson, who, Adam, you have beautifully made into a verbal pinata. Keep beating up on the underperformers, the bullshitters, the jerks, the cowards, etc. This is a real text from Jack Shine this morning. He did say good morning. He did say I love you. He did say, you know, the requisite things. But yes, in the next sentence after I said, Dad, good morning, this was the text from Jack Shine. Not happy with the play of Zach Wilson. Rise and Shine is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, please give a five-star rating, leave a review, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.